we're going to start recording. Hi guys, uh, welcome to episode three of Creepy Spooky Bros. My name is Clarissa. I'm Sydney, and I'm very proud of us for making it to episode three. I'm so proud of us. I didn't, I didn't know how long we would last at this because, like, our audio for the first episode was like not good. Last week's was okay, but it still wasn't great. You know. Look, I still haven't gotten my first paycheck. Okay, <laughs> it's as good as it can be. Nothing wrong with that. So I told you guys last week that I had my driver's t- that I was gonna you know take my driver's test. I failed. No. I did. I failed. A lot of people fail on their first try, though. Oh yeah. Well, one thing she marked me off for was I went slightly into the crosswalk. Okay, that was my fault. But I didn't know where my where my defrosters were in California. You don't really need them. Yeah. But I didn't know where they were, and then she went to mark me off because I didn't know where my hazards were. And then I'm like, because I was driving my dad's car, because my car needs brakes. And I was driving my dad's car, and I'm like looking around, and I'm looking like by like the turn signal, <laughs> like where you use for the what you use for the turn signal. And I'm like, where is it? And then she points to the uh, the driving instructor comes around the other side to the passenger side, and she's like. Well, your defrosters are here. I'm like, and my hazard's right there. So she didn't take any points off for that. I'm like, (sighs) and then I had accidentally turned on my left turn signal instead of my right. And I guess I was already going into the right lane. And And I mean, like, yeah, I get that. But also I was going a mile to two miles above the speed limit. So you're going to mark me down for going 27 into 25? I mean, I get that. I do. I get it. Like, I'd mark me down too. But. My car doesn't have cruise control. And it's a 2013, so like, it should. But I still, I can't go exactly the speed limit. Like, it doesn't tell me, like, you're going 23. Well, my it's car doesn't like, tell me that either. Yeah. So I'm never going exactly the speed limit. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone is. No, I don't think anybody's going exactly the speed limit. Like, that's that's not a thing. I mean, I guess it could be a thing. I guess she was watching, like, real close to the to the speedometer or something. I'm like, what the heck? Also, but, my speedometer is, like, a, it doesn't tell me the correct speed I'm going. <laughs> Like, it tells me I'm going faster than I normally am, like, about five miles per hour faster. See, so mine, like, mine, mine's accurate. Mine's accurate, but I guess I was just going a little too, a little too fast. And then she asked me to, she asked me to back up and not go into the street or um, hit the curb. And I guess I was using, I was using the, um backup camera because my dad's car has a backup camera and um (laughs) I guess I was using the backup camera instead of like looking backwards and I'm like isn't that just as good but I guess not I just hit like 
So we don't have a, a coffee table right now. Just yeah. to preface if anyone who heard the clinks. I don't have a coffee table. It's being used as an entertainment center. Okay. So I'm using, <laughs> I'm using my windowsills. So if you heard me clink dishes, it's because I have a plate and my spooky movie jar. Uh, I love that. My bad. I love that. Is that a cat planter? No, it's a, it's a cat bowl. My mom got me this and a cat plate. Look at it. It's so cute. He's got three little legs. It's so cute. funny because my cat lost his leg. Uh, he lost his leg. Oh, hold on. Okay. So he lost his leg in mm, like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. And then she saw this bowl that had three little legs on it. And she was like, oh, I have to buy it. And then she bought me like a set. So. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So since we're trying to cut down our... Uh, our time because our past two episodes have been like an hour long. Um, I think we're just going to jump right into it. So last week was her episode. Um, the week before was mine. And so it's my week again. So she has no idea um, what the episode was going to, is, is going to be on. So I, it was going to be about the Flatwoods monster, but that one isn't super interesting because they just found out it was an owl in a tree that was lit up by a meteor passing by. So that one's kind of, like, debunked. I mean, there's, like, there's, like, lore behind it and stuff. But it was nothing that I was, like, super interested in. Like, I was super interested in it first. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Flatwoods Monster. Because I, I, I look at Mothman stuff on Mothman encrypted stuff on Etsy all the time. And because, why not? And uh, I kept seeing, like, Flatwoods Monster and Mothman stuff. Sorry, I'm moving a little bit. Trying to get a little bit more comfortable because I'm laying. So I'm laying on my bed because I'm I'm a professional. And uh, I I don't have a desk yet. And when I I feel more comfortable, when I feel more comfortable doing these podcasts, around people, it's probably going to be when I, like, move in with my boyfriend. I hear yo. That was my cat, by the way, if anybody was wondering. So, um, anyways, I was looking up, uh, like, cryptids and stuff, like, on Etsy, like, cryptid stuff. I have a Mothman 2020 bumper sticker. I said that in the last episode. But I have a Mothman uh, 2020 bumper sticker. Which, I would really rather elect Mothman than than either of the two running for president right now because after that presidential debate last night, which I could watch, I have PTSD from from yelling and and I have trauma from yelling, so I would really, really rather not. But uh I'd rather elect Mothman. Yeah. I watched it sober because I was like, I drink too much, but cut back. Um and then today as uh I'm not so, I lost six days because I, I was like, no, mm, uh-uh, nope. So, fun fact, actually, when we when we were talking about starting the podcast, I'm like, how about you get drunk and I give you cryptids facts? And she's like, yes. <laughs> if anyone asks me to drink, I just say, mm-hmm, let's go. Let's do this. So, for any viewers... I know I might sound young and I look like I'm 15, but I swear I'm 21. <laughs> I bought this legally, okay, from Target. 
Oh, Target we wine. Oh, the best. The best yeah, wine. California root, like two liters for $9. Oh, hey, it's like you, there's a little piece of me with you right now. I'm in California. Yes. Also, it's Love red that. wine with ice in it because I'm uncultured and like cold drinks. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I prefer, wine? when I drank, I preferred cold wine. Because yeah, it's is, superior. Like, yeah. Red wine is supposed to be more like room temperature, I think. But I, I had a rosé last, not last Christmas, but the Christmas before. Uh, I was dating my ex, Justin, and I had a rosé and I had it warm. And I called him. I'm like, I'm a little, I'm a little tipsy. He's like, you're not supposed to have rosé warm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> From my very limited knowledge. Well, I did not know, nor did I care. <laughs> I didn't care at that point. But anyways, so let's just let's just jump into this episode. Because so yes. far we're uh, nine minutes in and we haven't talked about, about our guy that we're talking about today. So um anyways, yeah, no, I was gonna do the Flatwoods Monster. It turned out to be an, an owl in a tree that was lit up by a meteor passing by. That was, was kind of dumb. <laughs> um, no, today we are talking about the Jersey Devil. And uh, oh, yes. this one's been one of my favorite cryptids since I was in 8th grade. I actually wrote a report on vampires and werewolves in 8th grade, and I got a really high grade on it. Um, this is this it's, That fact is important to this story. Um, I wish I still had it. It was so good. I'd ask my, I'd ask my eighth grade teacher because I'm still like, I'm friends with him on Facebook and I'm friends with him on Instagram. Anyways, I'd ask him, but I doubt he keeps, and I was in eighth grade in like 2007, 2008. Yeah. So that was like well over 10 years ago. So, um, I doubt he still has it. I don't know where it went, but, um. I actually read Twilight to do, like, quote, like, in, I'm doing air quotes, do, like, research on it. So dumb. <laughs> and I don't know how exactly vampires came into play with it, but they did. So, with, with like, I don't know how the Jersey Devil came into play with vampires, but I know I wrote about him. I don't, I don't know why, but I did. My cat is making a lot of noise. Would you get up here? Like a kitty. Come yeah, here. She, uh, she's going to lay down at the end of the bed. She's just like, there's a bag at the end of my bed, like a paper bag, because I got my boyfriend some dishes. And uh, I swear if you jump on that bookshelf, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something at you. I won't really throw something at her. But <laughs> anyways... So, um, yeah, so the Jersey Devil is one of my favorite cryptids. Have you seen, you've seen, you've seen pictures of the Jersey Devil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to describe him for people who haven't, like, who haven't seen pictures of the Jersey Devil or anything. You're not going to be able to fit up there. Oh, you are. Okay. I didn't think there was enough room, but she's, she's on the top of my bookshelf. She's not gonna be able to fit oh, on yeah. my uh 
on my dresser, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Anyways. She'll make room. She'll knock stuff over. She's um, a cat. She'll figure it out. Right. So, let's describe this dude. Um, the Jersey Devil is often described as a flying biped with hooves? 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 How do you say it? Hooves? 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 Both. Either or. However, it's, that's yeah. kind of like caramel and caramel. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's the same thing. <laughs> like pecan and pecan. It's the same. I say pecan. I mean, I say yeah. I well, say like pecan. like pecan pie, but I'm allergic to to pecans. Yeah, it's. And I also say, <laughs> I say caramel, and everyone at my work says caramel. Well, like, to me, well, to me, caramels are like the hard, like the hard candies, and caramel is like the, like the liquid form of it. But they're caramel oh, apples, not caramel apples. Yeah, so hooves, hooves, um, but there's a lot of different variations. The common description is that of a bipedal kangaroo or wyvern-like creature with a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, legs with cloven hooves, and a forked tail. If anybody, if anybody was wondering, I did the the small arms like T Rex arms, and I have I have long fingernails right now, and so I did like the claws, <laughs> small arms with clawed hands, and a big head and little arms. <laughs> oh, I love him. I do. Um. It's often it's it's been reported to move quickly, and is often described as emitting a high pitched, blood curdling scream. That's not daunting or anything. Very not suspicious. That's that's not suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I'm on TikTok too much. Have you seen the off topic? Have you seen the, the audio where it's like, you were stupid around somewhere, you had no concern. Yes! And now you're hanging from the bottom of the car. Leave them hanging there. <laughs> you are snooping around <laughs> in places like Yoshua Nubbin. <laughs> yes! For like a week now. Let stay there. Let them stay there. Hanging from the bottom of the car. Oh my gosh, I plan on doing a video with that. <laughs> okay, so back to... I don't why. I don't know. No, I have the, uh, I have the, um, the Donald Trump is white supremacist, full stop. If you vote for him again, you're white supremacist, full stop. That's been in my head all day. David Diggs. David Diggs. Okay, so I watched, again, off topic, but about David Diggs. Uh, I was watching Hamilton earlier today, and the ending, like the, like the second act, always makes me cry. And 
Um, my mom, my, my mom came out of her room and she's like, why do you have a black eye? And I looked and I just have black underneath my eye. And I'm like, I was watching Hamilton. I was crying. It's none of your business. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so to make, so, so this podcast episode isn't an hour long. We're going to, we're just going to, we're going to try to stay on topic as much as possible. We're going to try. We're trying. Um, okay. So the Jersey devil is also known as the Leeds devil. And he has been said to inhabit the pine barren in South Jersey, which is here in the United States. So, how did the legend of this guy come to be, you may ask? Where did it start? According to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pines Baron... Pine... Why is that so hard to say? Pine Barons? A resident named Jane Leeds, also known as Mother Leeds. Um, The legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children. Girl... Keep your man's off of you. That's a lot of pain. I mean, keep in mind there wasn't birth control around back then, but like, after 11 children, I wouldn't. 12 kids? What? I mean, my friend Logan, my friend Logan's one of 13, but like, I could never. I could never. <laughs> so, um, so she had 12 children, and after finding out she was pregnant with the 13th children, with the 13th children, the 13th <laughs> child, um, In my head, I was like, no, that she no, cursed right. the child, she cursed the child in frustration. This is a witch. Um, she cried that the child would be the devil, and during... 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night. This really sets the tone for this whole thing. Um, I got a lot of this off of Wikipedia. <laughs> so I got mine from last week from Wikipedia and Smithsonian.com for one article. That's it. <laughs> okay. I like that. I did for um Mothman, I I did Smithsonian and I did Discovery channel. I don't know. I did a bunch of stuff for Mothman because it was Mothman. Yeah, literally everywhere. Love Mothman. Love that. Okay. Um, We're 18 minutes into this. So she cursed the child that uh, it would be the devil and she was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child then changed to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Growling and screaming, it beat everybody with its tail before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. Okay. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch. I knew it. <laughs> and the child's father was the devil himself. Um, some versions of the legend also states that there was subsequently an attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from Pine Barrens. Prior to the 1900s and before the series of reported sightings of the creature during 1909, the Jersey Devil was referred to as the Leeds Devil, like I said before, or the Devil of Leeds. 
either in connection with the local Leeds family or, um, or the southern um, New Jersey town, Leeds Point. Leeds Point. <clears throat> Mother Leeds has been identified as Deborah Leeds on ground that Deborah Leeds' husband, Jafet Leeds, named 12 children in the will he wrote during 1736, which is um, compatible with the legend. Deborah and Jafet, I'm saying that wrong. Uh, J-A-P-H-E-T Leeds. Also, I'm just going to say Jaf Jaf Jafet. It Jafet. Even if it's not, we're going to go with it. Uh, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> they also lived in the Leeds Point section of what is now Atlantic County, New Jersey, which is commonly the location of the Jersey Devil story. Yeah. Um, Brian Regal, 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 whatever, um, a historian of science at Keene University, theorizes that the story of Mother Leeds, rather than being based on a single historical person, originated from colonial southern New Jersey. Uh, Religio-political disputes uh, that became the subject of folklore and gossip among the local population. That was a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful. There's a lot of information that I found on, uh, on the Jersey Devil. Like, a lot. Like there's nine pages just on the Jersey Devil. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick and choose what I'm gonna talk about. Um okay, also if anyone hears like mouth noises, this my dog. It's noodles. It's a puppy. It's noodles. We love noodles. Noodles and Pandora are the um creepy They're spooky mascots. bros pet mascots. I love that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so according to Regal, folk legends concerning these historical disputes evolved throughout the years and ultimately resulted in the modern popular legend of the Jersey Devil. During the early 20th century, Regal contends that colonial era political intrigue, that was in quotes, um, involving New Jersey politicians Benjamin Franklin and Franklin's rival almanac publisher Daniel Leeds which was 1651 through 1720, resulted in the Leeds family being described as quote-unquote monsters, and it was Daniel Leeds's negative description as the Leeds devil rather than any actual creature that created that that created the later legend of the Jersey devil. So, like, basically from that, Benjamin Franklin... Benjamin Franklin, in some form or another, basically told this dude, like, told people about this dude and described him as, like, a monster. And so that created the the legend of the Jersey Devil. Thank you, Benjamin Franklin. Very good. <laughs> uh, what is, uh, whatever. Uh, Jersey Was Benjamin Jersey Franklin Jersey. even a president? No, he just, he did the, the kite with the key on it. Yeah, I know that, but, like... He wasn't a I don't think he was. I don't know why people uh -huh. think he's he was the president at one point. Because he wasn't. I feel like if he's an old white man in history, so they're like, hmm, president. Yeah. But no, he wasn't. Boom. White men throughout our history. <laughs> Thank you, changed. white men. 
Nothing's changed. Especially not after the presidential debate last night, which I did not watch. No, I was watching it and I was like, we are still at the point where just three old white men are just yelling at each other. It's very cool. That's that's how it has been since history began. It's been old white men. Well, the history of America, at least. It's just been old I white wish, men. Yeah. I wish Joe, uh, what's her last name? Joe Jorgerson? Joe Jokerson? Yeah, Joe, Joe something. I'm going to vote I for can't. her. Yeah. I wish that she could have, like, a chance to debate them. Because I feel like she could right? uh, not argue like a toddler, you know? Right. Okay, so here's the thing. Much like the mother leads of the Jersey Devil myth, Daniel Lee's third wife had given birth to nine children. A large number of children, even for the time. Lee's second wife and first daughter had both died during childbirth. Um, as a royal surveyor, survey, can I speak? Surveyor <laughs> with strong alliance to the to the British crown. Wow, I had lost my place in these notes. Um, Leeds had also surveyed and acquired land in the Egg Harbor area, located within the Pine Barrens. The land was inherited by the Leeds sons and family and is now known as Leeds Point, one of the areas in the Pines Barrens. Pine Barrens. Why do I keep saying Pines Barrens? Pine Barrens, currently uh, most associated with the Jersey Devil legend and alleged Jersey Devil sightings. There's a lot of information on this guy. So I think now is a time to go to our sponsor. What do you think? Alrighty. Sponsor time. And there we go. Thank you to our sponsors because we had two of them plus one in the beginning. Um... I don't know which ones I'm going to put in in uh, in there, but I think I'm going to do the two, uh, I think I'm going to do the voting ones. Go vote! If you are able to, if you are able to, go vote as safely as you can, because it is super important, um, as the ads have said. Um, okay. I have seen to not wear any, like, political stuff. Like, don't wear any merch or anything that could, like, sway someone's opinion because you will get kicked out. Yeah. So, plain clothing, no buttons, no pins. Yeah. Just your yes. little sticker that says I voted. Yep. It is super important. Super, 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 super important to vote this year. And every time, and every time there's a, there's, you know, a chance to vote, go vote. If you are able to, go vote. And with that, we were, we will go back to, uh, to our, to our monster man here. All right. So, so Regal, 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 we talked about him earlier, uh, notes that by the late 1700s and the early 1800s, the Leeds Devil had become a legendary monster or ghost story in the southern New Jersey area. In the early to mid-19th century, stories uh, continued to circulate in southern New Jersey of the Leeds Devil, a, quote, monster wandering the Pine Barrens, unquote. An oral tradition of Leeds Devil 
monster slash ghost stories subsequently became established in the Pine Barrens area. Um, although the Leeds Devil legend has apparently existed since the 18th century, Regal states that the more modern depiction of the Jersey Devil, as well as the now pervasive Jersey Devil name, um, first became truly standardized in current form during the 20th century. The During the pre-revolution period, the Leeds family, who called the Pine Barrens home, soured its relationship with the Quaker majority. The Quakers saw no hurry to give their former fellow religionist an easy time in circles of gossip. Um, you know, that lead, that uh, Leeds guy that we talked about. Um, his wives had all died, as had several children. His son, Titan, that's cool as heck, stood accused by Benjamin Franklin of being a ghost. What? Same. <laughs> That's I don't know why, but that's that's kind of a mood. I want to be accused of being a ghost. Same. Um, the family crest had winged dragons on it. I don't know where that came in. I think that's where it came in. Like the the family crest had winged dragons and like. The wings of the Jersey Devil, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> in a time when thoughts of independence were being born, these issues made the Leeds family political and religious monsters. From all of this, over time, the Leeds Devil was born. References to the Jersey Devil do not appear in newspapers or other printed material until the 20th century. The first major flap came in 1909. It is from these sightings that the popular image of the creature, bat-like wings, horse head, claws, claws, tiny arms, <laughs> and general air of a dragon became standardized. Sweet! That's awesome. I just, I just want to say, uh, political monsters? Is that what the family was saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's how my family describes me, you know? I feel that's how the country is. Well, this political monster. This is a disaster. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so a lot of the things behind the Jersey Devil or the Leeds, the Leeds Devil is, um, because of this, because of this guy, you know, um, just being made out to be a monster, and so like folk tales came from that, basically. There's a lot of like there's a lot of religious stuff <laughs> behind it. Um I'm trying I mean, to find was, Yeah, I mean there's like I have like nine pages um written about written about this guy and a lot of it is just about like this family and it's just like religious stuff. So um Regal notes that I think I already I think I already wrote that. I think I just copied this a lot. Oh, sightings. Okay. Sightings in 1909. During the week of January 16th through 23rd, 1909, newspapers of the time published hundreds of claimed encounters with the Jersey Devil from all over the state. Among alleged encounters publicized that week were claims that the creature attacked, in quotes, a trolley car 
in Haddon Heights and a social club in Camden. Police in Camden and Bristol, Pennsylvania supposedly fired on the creature to no effect. Other reports initially concerned unidentified footprints in the snow, but soon sightings of creatures resembling the Jersey Devil were reported throughout South New Jersey and as far away as Delaware and Western Maryland. The widespread newspaper coverage um, covered... Uh, coverage. The I can read. I promise. Okay. <laughs> um, the widespread newspaper coverage created fear throughout Delaware Valley, prompting a number of schools to close and workers to stay home. Vigilante groups and groups of hunters roamed the pines and countryside in search of the devil. During this period, it is rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo <laughs> posted a $10,000 reward <laughs> in search of the creature. During this period, it is rumored that the Philadelphia... Uh, I just said that. Uh, the offer prompted a variety of hoaxes, including a kangaroo equipped with artificial claws and bat wings. <laughs> Kangaroo with wings. No one will suspect a thing. I'll just get my money and then leave. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, explanations. I have this broken down into sections. So, skeptics believe that the Jersey Devil believe the Jersey Devil to be nothing more than a creature manifestation of the early English settlers, boogeyman stories created and told by bored Pine Barren residents as a form of children's entertainment, the byproduct of the Lo historical, local disdain for the Leeds family, the misidentification of known animals, and rumors based on common negative perceptions of the local rural population of the Pine Barrens, known as Pineys. Pineys. Mm, I'm a piney. Yes. I'm a piney. Is that is that what we're gonna call um, people who? Love the Jersey Devil. Can we? Are we called Pineys? Our friends are not Pineys. Pineys. Yeah, my friend is number one Pineys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've started. I've started calling calling our uh, calling our audience little spooks. Aww, little spooks. So cute. spooks. Eventually, when we get more listeners and we get a bigger audience. I want to eventually create merch. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy spooky bros. Right. On the back. On the back it'll say little spooks. I want to create like like softball jerseys that say creepy spooky bros on the front. And we need like a like a logo eventually. And then on the back it'll say like little spooks zero one or like twenty because we started in twenty twenty. Eventually. Anyways, so back to this. Merch. Maybe coming soon? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Um, at some point. At some point. We will have we will have merch. So the frightening reputation of the Pine Barrens may indeed have contributed to the Jersey Devil legend. Historically, the Pine Barrens were considered inhospitable lands and gangs of highwaymen, such as the politically disdained Loyalist Brigades. Brigands. 
Brigands, not brigades, brigands. I love that word. Known as the pine robbers. We're known to pine we're known to rob and attack travelers passing through the barrens. During the seventeen and eighteen hundreds, residents of the isolated pine barrens were deemed the dregs or outcasts of society. Poor farmers, fugitives, brigands, Native Americans racist uh poachers moonshiners runaway slaves and deserting soldiers so-called pineys have sometimes fostered certain frightening stories about themselves and the pine barrens to discourage outsiders or intruders from entering the barrens pineys were further demonized and vilified after two eugenics studies <laughs> um after two eugenics studies hold on i lost my place After two eugenic studies during the early 20th century, which depicted pineys as congenial idiots and criminals, as seen in the research performed in the Calicac family by Henry H. Goddard, which is now considered biased or inaccurate and most likely falsified. Wow! Who would have thought? Poor farmers, fugitive brigands, Native Americans. Wow. Um, oh, I take offense to that. I'm Native American. I'm, I'm it's still offensive. Yeah. <laughs> that vine, that is the, uh, what is the vine? Um, that is not correct. Because according to the encyclopedia, <laughs> That mm -mm. that vine and the uh, I am Confucian were like the two most quoted things. I, I am know. Confucian. Why is this Kansas and this is Arkansas? Why is this no Arkansas? America, explain. <laughs> One of my favorite vines, I think, is, uh, and they were roommates. Oh my gosh, they were roommates. Or, uh, two bros chilling in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. I miss vines so much. TikTok has some, like, some good, um... There are too many trends, but there was one I saw, there was one TikTok I saw earlier, and it said, oh my gosh, my friend Logan listens to this. He listens to our podcast, and it's like, I would give, I would give my left labia for an edible arrangement, but more specifically for the pineapple. I just want pineapple. I saw that. I was like, you know what? I've never gotten an edible lately. I haven't either. I do. I feel that. So anyways, back to this. <laughs> Jeff Brunner, we're gonna... We're really close to finishing here, people. I promise. Uh, Jeff Brunner of the Humane Society of New York 
not of New York, of New Jersey thinks a sandhill crane is the basis of New Jersey stories, adding there are no photographs, no bones, no hard evidence whatsoever, and worst of all, no explanations of the origin that doesn't require belief in the supernatural. Duh. That's why it's a cryptid. <laughs> Outdoorsman and author Tom Brown Jr. spent several seasons living in the wilderness of the Pine Barrens. He recounts occasions where terrified hikers mistook him for the Jersey Devil after he covered his whole body in mud to repel mosquitoes. Medical sociologist Robert E. Bartholomew and author Peter Hassel, uh, Hassel, Hassel, whatever, cite the 1909 series of sightings and subsequent public panic as a classic example, classic example of mass hysteria begun by a regional urban legend. One New Jersey group called the Devil Hunters refer to themselves as official researchers of the Jersey Devil and devote time to collecting reports, visiting historic sites, and going on nocturnal hunts in the Pine Barrens to prove, in order to, to find proof that the Jersey Devil does in fact exist. I want to do this. <laughs> I want to do this. I hear you, Pandora. Do... In part, to its isolated, undeveloped nature, the Pine Barrens have encouraged various folk legends. Apart from the Jersey Devil, many other legends are associated with the Pine Barrens. Supernatural creatures and ghosts said to haunt the Pine Barren Forest include the ghost of, of pirate Captain Kidd, who supposedly buried treasure in the Pine Barrens and, sometime, and is sometimes allegedly seen in the company of the Jersey Devil. The ghost of the Black Doctor, the benevolent spirit of an African-American doctor who... After being forbidden from practicing medicine due to his race, entered the Pine Barrens to practice medicine in the isolated communities of the Barrens, and is still said to come to the aid of lost or injured travelers. The ghost of the Black Dog, which, unlike many Black Dog legends, is said to be portrayed as harmless. The ghost of the Golden-Haired Girl, a spirit of a girl who is said to be staring out to the sea, dressed in white, mourning the loss of her lover at sea. Finally, the White Stag, a ghostly white deer, said to rescue travelers in the Barrens from danger. Oh, <laughs> there are also folk tales in concerned concerning the Blue Hole, an unusual, clear, and rounded body of water located in the Pine Barrens between Monroe Township, Glau Glau Gloucester County, and Winslow Township, Camden County, and often associated with the Jersey Devil. That was a lot, and not a lot of time. And that's all I have on him. <laughs> Yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so that's all I have. That's all I have on the Jersey Devil. It was a lot of information in 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 a lot of time. <laughs> it was a lot of information. Hopefully shorter than our other ones. We didn't go off on tangents as much. Yeah. Because voting's important. <laughs> TikTok is how we met. <laughs> but see, I'm not on straight TikTok. I'm on alt TikTok, which is so much better than straight TikTok. I'm on, yeah. Right now I'm on a, I don't debate TikTok. I don't know. Everything is just memes of the debate. I was so. on Pride and Prejudice TikTok for a little while. <laughs> There's a cosplayer on there and she's excellent, but she cosplayed, you've seen Pride and Prejudice, right? With Kira Knightley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one. She cosplayed Mr. Collins. <laughs> I'm going to have to send you some because it's excellent. I've already sent you some of the tweets that you were referencing. I love that. Like the Hank Green's Welcome to Crash Course Political Debate. You saw that? No. 
No, no. All right, so I think that's where we're going to end it. We're going to end it on a high note. Yes. Okay, so I think Sunday we can do this again. I'm going to have to figure... I'm going to have to figure out if I'm going up to, because my grandfather just got put on hospice care. Man's 94 years old. I mean, it was coming. But I got to see if I'm leaving on either on Monday or on Sunday night. Because if I leave on Monday, I'm not going to be back until Wednesday night. And I have work on Thursday. So if I don't, if I don't, if we can't do it on Sunday, we will do it on Thursday. Because then I have work on... Uh, I have work on Friday. And I am out of town next Saturday. I am going to Santa Cruz, which is... Th it's the beach. Yeah, I know in a few weeks... I don't know if it's in, like, two or three weeks for, like, this podcast. I am going out of town as well for a wedding. And I'm very scared because... You know, there's a pandemic. Um, well, yeah. But it, it's my best friend's wedding. And so I'm like, okay, I have to go. Yeah. So. <sighs> We're not going to be consistent with posting, but we will try to put out a video. Not a video. Uh, 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 podcast. An episode. There we go. An episode every week. We will try. Yes. And if not, we will, uh, we won't update you. We'll just, we'll just, it'll just be there. It'll just show up. <laughs> All right. And I think that's where we're going to end this. Have a great night. And thank you for listening. Go vote. Go vote. Yes. <laughs> Go vote if you can. If you can't, did you know that when, as early as the age of 16, you can register to vote? You can't actually vote, but you can register to vote. And that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. like, you want to go ahead and do that? So, if you're going to get your license or your permit, see if you can register. Because it's just easy. Yeah, it's just easy. Just go vote. Mm -hmm. All right. Until next week, we will see you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.